Mood.tv Let me ask you this. In a scenario, some kind of an apocalyptic apocalyptic scenario where shit has gotten real outside. It's a little creepy, but you're kind of you're kind of safe. You know how in the movies they find some place that's kind of safe and they hide out there for a while? Yeah. It's never going to be like the home base, but it's safe. Yeah, it's kind of safe. Would you would you piss alone still? Would you go out and piss alone or poop alone? Is there a designated area for which to do this? No. Not no, not per se. And what is what is the apocalyptic like is it just if a meteor hit, yeah, I'd probably piss alone. It's just no, it's a, it's more dangerous than that because people I don't know if it's a zombie scenario or zombie mutant monster kind of thing. Or just like a war zone or something and you're in enemy territory, but you're kind like of Mad Max style. Yeah. Right. Do you pee alone? Yeah, I'd probably pee alone still. I don't think I would. I'm not going off. I'm not like running off into the woods to do it, though. It's pee. I'd probably do it pretty close to where I'm at. But you'd still, would you be in eyesight? Yeah, I'd so. have, a, like, if there's a gun or a flare gun or something, it'd be like, oh, shit. And you shoot that shit off, you know. Oh, you'd go that far? Well, no, but still, like, you know, if I go anywhere out of, even out of eyesight, you go around a corner, you're out of eyesight. I mean, even if know? it's a whistle, like something. You would take a flare gun to go around the corner. I'm hung up on the flare gun. <laughs> well, I would have I would have said device on me at Signaling all times device. anyway. All right. Yeah. So even if you're going around the corner, you'd bring a flare gun. I mean, I'd have it with me always, so yes. Okay, you Maybe always I, have a flare gun on you. I'd just That's- do like a whistle and some glow sticks. It's <laughs> <laughs> like cracking glow sticks and throwing it up in the air. <laughs> just cracking glow sticks open. That they, they get bright quick enough. <laughs> like a really loud kazoo or one of those one of those kind of whistles. Yeah, exactly. Suddenly you hear the clitter clatter of an alien laughing. What a slide whistle. <laughs> Trombone. Or maybe you would eat him. I bet the alien would be like <laughs> eating my pee when you threw it up in the air. All the glow I mean, I'd like to I'd I'd like to think my my survivalist brain would go for like a buddy system thing, but yeah, I mean if you establish like a pee corner and it's not far, I'd probably go pee on my own. I would not. I would absolutely say, who's coming with me? Well, it's also or I would do it right there. You can't pee with people, though. Yeah. Although, I like the idea of, you know, say four or five people are kind of stranded, they're together, and I just start pissing right in the middle of everybody because I'm too afraid to leave. <laughs> I'd be that, yeah, I'd be that, that guy. Be, that would truly be apocalyptic because you would get pee shy yeah. now. I mean, so, you'd like, be like, stop looking at me. Unless I had a number two because then it would be apocalyptic. Uh, was that what this is all about? That's a poop joke. That's what you were waiting for. That's what this whole thing was it about. Was a, it was a really long setup. All right, everybody. This is Let Me Ask You a Question, the podcast. I'm here with with the father of baby Lamayak, the Gregoman's back. Yeah. Congratulations, Gregoman. Thank you, sirs. Baby yep. Lamayak is doing great, and so is mom, and we're just a little sleep-deprived, but all is wonderful in the world of parenthood. Congratulations. And she can't wait to be on the show, I hear. She can't. We got to see if we can record a poop. Well, that's the thing. If I get the baby Bjorn set up and I just record a little bit hot and it happens, like, you'll hear it. Yeah, yeah, I want that. It's audible. Yes, it is. (laughs) I want to hear all that. And and it it is usually, uh, I don't know what the right word is, predicated? No, maybe? No. Pre-something. Hmm. Um, With a, with a, a good grunt. 
from, oh, from I love Baby Lamayak. She's like, she lets you know it's coming. She works it out. That's like the prelude. Yes. She's like, nah! and then it's like, <laughs> and then you oh. like, if you're holding her like from, from the butt end, you feel it and you're like, oh, that was definitely a poop. Does it sound like an adult poop or does it sound different? I mean, it sounds like a very, like a much smaller version of an adult poop, but like it sounds like, you know, a normal, like a normal poop. I mean, she's farted and I thought she pooped, but I'm like, but I didn't feel it. Excellent. And then I check and I'm like, yep, no deuce in there, just a fart. That's terrific. And we yeah. got EJ5000. Well, that reminds me, I was listening to a, another <laughs> podcast and I was talking about <laughs> peanut allergies mm-hmm. and how, how like, you know, in the late 20th century, everybody's dying for peanuts all the time. And as, as a, a new parent, you know, you're like, well, do I give my kid peanuts or not? And it says that they, they now currently believe that people's first experience with peanuts, if they ingest it, if they eat it, much less likely to be allergic. If they feel it or if it goes on their skin, then they're more likely to be allergic. And the thought is that, like, your body, if you're putting it in your mouth, you're telling your body that's okay. But if it's on your skin... It's not okay because it could be like trying to get in another way. So, so if I'm so I'm some, holding her think about and it. I'm eating a peanut butter and jelly and some peanut butter falls on her, I might have just screwed her for the rest of her life. That's the the ongoing theory. So I I know when I was little I was quote unquote allergic to raspberries and I think I probably was walking around where there was some raspberries. So I walked around in the raspberry brambles. I was in the raspberry brambles. <laughs> so as a child, it's better to put the nuts in your mouth. It's always better to put the nuts in your mouth, Anthony, oh, than on your skin. <laughs> An apocalyptic <laughs> world. Apocalyptic. Don't rub anything on. Always Very eat. good. Very good. All right. Well, I've prepared a question for this week's episode of Let Me Ask You a Question. And the question is this. What is the bare minimum amount of money you would have to be paid to play an instrument at an execution? Wow. Five dollars. Really? To play an instrument and an execute. I mean, well, I guess I mean there's a lot more questions that should go in, but my gut tells <laughs> yes, me five dollars. <laughs> yeah, there's hundred percent more questions that should go into that. I was just picturing like you know someone's walking up to the, the the hangman's thing or whatever, and I'm just like a guy on the side, and I'm like got a slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the instrument you would play? I mean, may, I, I guess you're telling me what instrument I have to play, right, if, if I'm getting paid to do it? If the warden calls you up and says, Greg, man, here's the deal. We need you to come in as an instrumentalist and play for this execution on Saturday. You could play any instrument you want, and we're going to give you uh, – they start bartering. They said, what, what would you do this for? You would say $5. Well, no, I'd, I'd start asking them the questions I'll probably ask you, and EJ will also ask. Okay, well, let's put a pin in that. <laughs> and let's hear what EJ5000 would do. So the questions I would definitely ask is like, who's getting executed? Yes. What is And what is the scenario? Like, is there, are we, as we've had on previous episodes, is there a splatter zone? Um, is it shocking? <laughs> like, zone. is it safe for me to be in this room? I think or wherever how I'm picturing this is your garden variety execution room at a state penitentiary for some, you know, lethal injection. Maybe if they're getting frisky, it's one of the people that are still doing the electric chair because they have a right to get the electric chair if they want. But it's it's modern era prison environment. And so you are, when the audience opens up, <laughs> I always love calling them the audience. audience. When the audience <laughs> opens up the little viewing slot, what they see is you in there with the condemned 
playing your instrument in a tuxedo. Tuxedo. Yeah. Okay, well, right there, I got to raise the price because I got to get a tuxedo. Yeah, that's right. true. Six bucks. Wait, are tuxedos included, though? Like, is there a rental cost in the fee? No, you got to account ha- for you it. Get, uh, you can work it into your fee, but you have to okay, bring so your own. It's a W9, not a W2, so I got to. Right. <laughs> I, I can claim this tuxedo against my exp- expenses towards this uh, payment, I guess. I wonder so. if it would be a W2. I bet it'd be a 1099. Oh, ten ninety nine. I bet. I mean, can I negotiate it to it? I like. I just W twos are so much easier during tax season. Yeah, I I don't disagree. I'll I'll get on the payroll of the prison or or whatever, just to do this. Warden says ten ninety nine. So no benefits. I don't. No benefits. Yeah. No benefits. Definitely. No four hundred one k match. Nope. It's just a hard hard cash transaction. Most of the time when I play executions, I like to have a 401k match. <laughs> hmm. Let's see. Well, that's what I'm curious about. Is it going to be enough to retire on, or what would you do it for? Do I have to watch the execution? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you look yeah. him right in the eye. <laughs> when you say to the warden, do I have to watch the execution? He says, just like in the fake commercial, Schmidt's gay. He goes, uh, Yeah. <laughs> All right, but am I like, okay. yeah, are we on the side, though, watching? Or, like, do we have to, like, like stand right in front of them and play the instrument, like, to the person dying? You're playing it to them. Hmm. Is, is, is my intention to please them? Or is this someone that, Maybe. like... Mm, it's just... Meh. It's just what the warden has you do. Okay. I'm thinking instrument-wise, I'm probably going to try to pick an instrument that actually takes my full attention... Like, so it's a little bit. What do you mean? I, I like. Uh, I probably do like a whiplash style drum solo. Oh, I thought you meant like a whip, like you're cracking whip, like we can cowboy music. <laughs> Does that count? Can I play a whip? <laughs> no, no, you can't. Can I? Can I tug on people's heartstrings? Is that? Does that count as an Absolutely, instrument? if you want. I mean, no, it doesn't count as the instrument. How about if I sing like Pavarotti? Can I absolutely? Do like a you, that's, okay, that is something counts. you can do. You can sing. I wouldn't be able to sing. I wouldn't be able to. I would not be able to muster. That's why I think like drums is pretty good. Why would you be laughing? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> Do you think I anybody's think ever be... gotten the giggles during an execution? Oh yeah, for sure. I bet so too. Yeah, not because it's funny, but because like it's you just know, so weird. Moments, yeah, you don't know what to do. Yeah, there's people do all sorts of weird things under stress. That's why they probably have to make sure you're not a funny person, like to harken back to an older episode. See, I, my mind keeps going to doing funny things, though. On your instrument? Like it, on your yeah, little well, like right whistle? Now, I, no, like right now I'm thinking of like making it a bass guitar and making the whole time just be like Seinfeld bump-ins and bump-outs. As they bump out. See, if I was getting executed, I would like that. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, well, how can I lighten this up for the person getting executed? I don't know why my mind's going to that. It should just be like, let's make this more miserable and play something like, uh, I don't know, what is it, the Schrodinger's piano or whatever? <laughs> just All right. Cats. B- before we get we go too oh, deep nice. into the instruments and things, what are we thinking about money? money yeah, let's get back money to the wise. cash. Hmm. I'm going to need some time off of whatever else I'm doing. It's gonna. This is gonna be a toll on my mental state. I also sure. don't play instruments, so I'm have to like practice an instrument for a while. So yeah, it's gonna take me some time away from work as well. I like the idea that you can't play the instrument. Yeah, That's I was gonna better. say. Do you feel as though you have to be good at an instrument for this gig? I mean, if the warden's calling me, I would assume he's a got a standard he wants to deliver. I don't. Your audience 
of one is not going to remember. Well, there's other people. I was going to say, yeah, Come but on. then you got the rest of the audience, like you said, when they open the slot. Can they hear it, though? Can they hear what's going on in the room? Yeah, I think they can. Really? Well, because, you know, well, I mean, I don't know from seeing an actual execution, but you always see whenever it's uh, characterized in movies, there's, like, the requests, and they say stuff, right. and, you know. But I would think know, that so. there's, a, like, a uh, switch, like an intercom they turn on or off. I, I don't disagree, but I would say that it's on. <laughs> you think they that leave be, it on for the dying? Hilarious if they turned it off and you're just a guy and they're playing an instrument and they can't hear anything. Do you think anybody's ever complained that they can't hear the sizzle? <laughs> Oof. Well, yeah, like what if they don't believe that they're dying and they're just like pretending to, 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 to jolt in the <laughs> he's chair? He's pretending. I know he's pretending. <laughs> Oh, you know what would be kind of neat to do one of those one man band things? Like, you know, you got the yes, symbols between your legs. Dick, Dick Van Dyke yeah, at the, the beginning of Mary covered. Poppins, for sure. Yeah, I always think of Willie in the, in the Simpsons when he does that. I'm a maniac, maniac. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I could see you singing "Chim Chim Tree" as they're going up in smoke. Yep, I'm gonna need some time, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking the minimum. I don't need that much time, though. Yeah, crunch the numbers. I'm going like, to say like $25,000. grand. Reasonable. That seems reasonable for that request. It's a lot different than $5. Oh, but all right, so also, is this like a gig that you have regularly, or is this just like out of the blue? Out of the blue. All right, that changes it. Maybe it's one of those situations where the warden calls you up but thinks you're somebody else, but you're like, yeah. But wait a minute, Greg. You were saying if this was a regular gig, five dollars would no, be fine. No, but I'm just saying, like, called upon to do it again I, for five dollars. I've done it before, I know be or $5. whatever. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Or if it's like, you know, they're they're like, it's a really terrible person, and like that's where my mind keeps going. It's like a terrible person. They're trying to like almost make the execution worse for the person being executed. And I'd be like, yeah, I, I can. I you know, I I almost want to like donate my abilities to do that if it's a really horrible person who's done terrible things. You want to be like, yeah, I'll come play some bass lines from Seinfeld for you. Oh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know, but that's also why I can't get out of the, the bass lines from Seinfeld is because I keep thinking of it in that sense. In which case, yeah, like I'd be like, you know what? It's just a couple hours out of my day. Yeah, sure. I'll just come by and do it. And how much? Can it be a tax write-off? Is it still $5? <laughs> well, I mean, not, not the way you're, you're building it up now where it's like I got to come with like some bagpipes and play the, the you know, <laughs> the bagpipe song that everybody always plays. Danny Boy? No, is I don't know. Is that the so one? That seems too on the nose. I was thinking I was gonna say bagpipes, but like that's a thing. That's like so when I, I used to play funerals. I used to play a lot of funerals, you know, at St. John's. I did not know that. I did not know. Oh that yeah, either. I played some nice funerals, and they would always have a bagpipe player. And I'll never forget this woman that I think I was so inured uh, emotionally to funerals by this woman because people would get up there to eulogize and they would start crying, and then she would lean over to me and be like, "Look at this blubbering idiot." Oh, jeez. Oh and then God. she would get up and sing on eagle's wings, you know? It was ridiculous. Can we play at her her execution? <laughs> I would love to. Jesus. <laughs> That's why I am the way I am, I feel like. Took Thanks. all the magic out of funerals. All the magic, jeez. <laughs> well, I feel like there's some kind of magic and sentimentality that happens at funerals, and none of it was there when you have somebody saying, what a loser these people are. <laughs> I'm sure, like the staff is like completely over it. They just Absolutely. do like a really good job. That too, was you know, me. Where they're like, oh, yeah, that sucks. Because <laughs> like, so, I remember, you know, when my dad passed, I remember like one time. I mean, everybody was pretty respectful, of course, uh, not of course, but everybody was pretty respectful. But like, I remember, like this one person's job to be like, um, just so you know, the cooler ran out of ice. 
<laughs> and you're like, the fuck? Like, really? Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate You're going to need more coffee filters. You're like, that's someone's job, though. Like, that's their job to make sure. And you're like, what the fuck? They got to okay, hate their okay. job. I would think. Yeah. Or they like they're like like Anthony say they're just like there all the time. Yeah, so they're, they're over like, it. Totally. I'll take five bucks to sing at this. <laughs> they're doing uh, that whether it's a funeral or like uh, just a regular church service or like a celebratory holiday thing. They're always the ice and yeah, the ice yeah. man. I guess so. All right. They're like, mm, would you like uh, fries all right. with that? We're going a little too far again, Gregor man. Um, Crunch the numbers. I mean, I'm, I'm. I guess now I'm leaning a little bit more towards Eric's price range. I'd say it's five dollars to play, but then like. <laughs> All the extra money to like for the the trauma of having to do it to like during the execution and having to be there. Like yeah. I, the playing is not the problem; it's the being in the execution room while the guy is getting killed. Yeah, what's That's the trauma the fee? I mean, whatever twenty four thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, you're both saying twenty five yeah. grand. I, That's a, also though. It's a, it's a good round number. Also, like, do I have to set up? Do I have to tear down and, you know... <laughs> yeah, can I just show PA, up? I think it depends in, on the unplug and get out. It depends on what you want to play. Well, because you can think about that, like... Because I said drums. Okay, so I set my drums up. Yeah. They wheel the guy in. Or girl. They die. And then I'm like, time to break down. And they're like, you know, they're like taking this person <laughs> off the chair while I'm like taking my cymbals off and, it and smells. stuff. <laughs> Be a little awkward. I wonder if the room smells different post-execution. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Death smells, man. It's got to smell. I mean, even instantly. Yeah. Not like it's it not like does. it's immediately terrible, but it's, you're well, definitely- if the bowel release stuff, it's got to be instantly terrible. Oh yeah. The yeah, that doesn't release. happen like super immediately. But I would think in the case of the electric chair, it probably does. Would you, uh, would you give it a good badumcha? <laughs> badumcha. At the end. <laughs> wow. Nice. Yeah. At the end. Or if like a trumpet. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about this a little bit more. We'll be right back. I, I don't know that I could do it for, it would cost so much money. Unbelievable amounts of money. I find that hard to believe. Because I don't know how I'm going to be afterwards. You you have self-proclaimed that you don't feel anything for anything. Yeah, but I've never seen someone get put down. You mean you've never seen someone become stuffed? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen someone become stuffed? <laughs> nope. I've never seen the process of, of, stuff, of stuffing. Yeah, right on. I put my cat down the day before my wife went into labor. <laughs> I know. That's so terrible, man. It was an uh, interesting roller coaster of emotions that that's week. That's why Uncle Tibbs is now part of uh, part of Baby Lamayak, part of Ruby. Yeah, you know. That's... When when life gives you a dead cat, it gives you a, a baby. Uncle that's Tibbs, right? Uncle Tibbs. Yeah, okay. yeah Uncle Tibble. Yeah. That's crazy. Uncle Tibbs. Well, also, uh, we're talking about <laughs> killing people. Uh, <laughs> so I just got to bring it up because why not? The federal government today is, uh, they're back on board, baby, in Indiana. And they're going to be executing five people for the first time since 2003. Getting that party started. A.G. Barr, he's like, let's, uh, let's get the, yeah, exactly. So, let's get the, let's we, get the let out. <laughs> we can imagine that we will be playing in Indiana in December. Yeah, that'll quite, be the gig. Quite literally for one of these five. Is that the premier gig for the Lamayak Music Tour? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Definitely. That's our, it's the first stop. That's our speciality. It's the only stop. 
and uh, the heart stops. It's uh, in Indiana, too. I just think that's really interesting. <laughs> Can we like, tout ourselves as like, we'll stop your heart? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's what that's what the, the it's not even they're killing this person. It's just you have to play until they die. <laughs> I like the stop your heart tour. That's fun. Stop your heart. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I could put a price tag that's anywhere near oh, low on that. Well, so 25. That's what I said. I think that's like. I think it'd be think it's much reasonable. higher than that. Um, we're talking. Really? For you? At least a mil, probably. I think wow. you're being a uh, false altruist. I think you're, uh, what do they call yeah. that? You heard us both. It's not, it's not like, altru- I can finally it's not altruism, look good. No altruism. I just don't know how I would be afterwards. It's for me. Like, I don't want to be weird and different after I see that. Well, what if you just played the funeral for that person after they were executed and you didn't give a shit about totally that? Totally fine. That's different. They're already, they're already <laughs> stuff. No, I'm saying, so just do the, the, make them stuff and then do the stuff, like, do it for the stuff afterwards. Well, Greg would do the funeral for five bucks. I'd do it for five bucks. <laughs> I don't, I'd play it for five bucks. The, the $24,995 would be for the trauma afterwards. See, that's the problem. I don't want to see the stuffification. I don't want to see stuff in time. So you say the minimum would be a mil? Yeah, if we get into the million, I could, I think I could probably be okay with not being normal anymore. I not mean, that I'm normal now, you, but not being okay anymore. If you equate it to like you, you would need to have the ability to retire afterwards in case you could never do anything ever again. That's part of the reasoning. Yeah, exactly. I guess so. Would you like every time you started playing like a Broadway show after that? Would you like have PTSD of stuffing. seeing somebody fry? Yeah, stuffing time. Like an actor I, just turning uh, into stuff on stage. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah, problem. Probably, I think there would be some yeah. kind of PTSD. Especially with the chair. Oh, We're yeah. Going back the to chair that. for sure. Uh, yeah, that, definitely. That's not the, uh, the culotta. It's, that's like, that's, uh, that's something's happening there. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, I guess I did kind of lowball it now that I'm thinking about it, and I brought up the fact that we put my cat down because we, I had to be there for that, and that was so sad. Oh, you were there for the whole process. Yeah, they uh, they don't even give you the option, really, at the vet we went to. Which, in hindsight, I'm glad they didn't. It was very nice to to be there with the cat for the the mm. you know, the end oh, of it because you know he was he I had him for like ten years, yeah, over ten years. So like you know, it was good. But like going into it, Amanda asked me, she's like, "Would you want to be in there if they give you the option?" I'm like, "No." Why do you? Like, yeah, no. Why do you have to be there? I, they, I mean, they seem to be doing it as more of like a respect thing for you. Like, you know, you want to say goodbye and do all that stuff. Hmm. So like they were like, and the, 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 it's terrible to say, but like they gave us a lot of time to just like hang out with them in the room afterwards. But we did, we had like a nine o'clock appointment and they closed at like nine. Like we were there really late cause I hmm. went after work and we're like, we don't need to drag, like we don't want to drag this out like longer than it needs to be. But they're like, take all the time you need, but then they go away. So it's not even like I could be like, yo, we're, we're ready. Um, so we were just like in there for 20 minutes playing with my sick cat because I'm just trying to like show him a lot of love before, oh man, before everything. It was, yeah, it was a, it was a rough process. Either EJ or I were there playing music. (laughs) (laughs) That, that not to, to totally, but whenever my dad was, you know, was passing, it was a similar situation. You know, it was like, kind of, you know, yeah. So, but, and so like, I can only imagine. We waited it out because it wasn't. It wasn't like they put them down, but it, we, they did, and you waited out, and it was about an hour and a half or whatever. But then, like, it was so weird because they, uh, <laughs> like, me and my mom were in there, and we're like waiting this awful longest period of time ever, and uh, they're like, 
well, uh, to make you more comfortable, we have this, uh, we have these chips and soda for you. <laughs> yeah, they wheel in this cart with like chips and soda, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? Wouldn't it just make you mad? Does this make you mad? It made me very upset. I was oh very my God, upset. I would be so that pissed. feeling that you had is how, like, that kind of rage. Is of course not a similar scenario. Oh, no, here but I feel like the kind of rage at the at the meaninglessness of things is what I feel when somebody's filling up a water glass slowly. <laughs> and well, and that's the thing. It was like rage at meaningless. Exactly. Meaning, it's like how meaningless that stuff is. Yeah, and it's not like I like I didn't. I wasn't mad at them. I was just mad at like nothing matters. Like what? What? Exactly. Exactly. And, like, what would it if they wouldn't have brought it in? Would that have been any better? You know, like. It, yeah, it was just, it's uh, so absurd. So, like, I was going to ask insane. if they, but they didn't bring you any chips, huh? <laughs> no, they gave, they gave tips some treats. Okay. Um, they definitely did that. They're like, here, have some treats. You can have all the treats you want. And I'm like, well, thanks. Um, he's having trouble eating, so I appreciate that. Ugh. Like, he can't literally, he can't eat the treats. He can just uh. sit there and smell them. So, oh, and you guys knew that because you're the vet and you watched, you know, you looked at him, you examined him. Oh, man. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, you know, I, like I said, I was happy to be there because it was like they they took it very seriously and like yeah. they would not just you know if you came in and you're like hey I want to put my cat down they wouldn't just be like okay give me some money and we can do that yeah. they like examine if they they have to determine that like it's the right time for this animal like it's because like for basically for us it was like either you pour like thousands of dollars into testing so we can figure out what's wrong with your cat and then spend money to fix it or you know, we're at this stage, but like we had put, I mean, you know, I, not to put money on it, but we'd put a couple thousand dollars into the cat already. Yeah. Uh, you know, to get him. And, and I mean, he lived another four years after we put a bunch of money in him and he, and he had a, you know, he had a good go, but it's like, at that point they were like, we've done everything we can. You guys have done all these tests and nothing is coming back is what's happening. So the next thing, I mean, the, literally the next thing was like an MRI, which you're like, it's $700 for just the scan. And then we don't even know if that'll show us what's the problem is. So it's a lot to like do, and then you know when. But when they examine him, they're like, he has lost so much muscle mass, and it all happened probably within like three weeks. He just like depleted and all this stuff. Mm. So Yeesh. it was like it was a quick thing, and they're like, more than likely, there's something that an X-ray couldn't see, maybe like in the skull mm -hmm. or like something like that. So they're like, you know, we we understand where you are at, and he is suffering, and that and that was my that was our biggest thing. We didn't want him to suffer anymore. Yeah. Did the and it's like if we can't help him, and they don't want to like just say. We'll take them off your hands and do everything for free, but we get to keep them. Then this was the only, you know, the only, the only next step. Hmm. Did the treats appear on the bill? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> they did not. That's nice. I'm sure that the bill was large enough that I don't think they would have put it on there. That's nice. I like to think cat, human, whatever, and like I am thinking. I'm, I'm always thinking from my own point of view, but like if I'm going down and I don't just go, if I get to go down slowly let's put it i would want whoever to be around me and just to be like it's all it's all good it's all so good Pl i'm glad that, i'm sure he was glad that you were there yeah. even playing an instrument so you know as tough as it was for you you know leaving the mortal coil isn't i'm sure isn't a, a treat yeah yeah uh, pun not intended <laughs> not entirely I'm, yeah. sorry. I'm sorry yeah i'm sure it's no i'm sure it's no picnic yeah. Uh, so at the end of the day, after all of this uplifting conversation, it makes me really not want to do it for, like, cheap. <laughs> I would do it for a yeah, lot of right. money. Okay. Makes me regret my 25 grand. I might 
bump that up to 26. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to see people become stuff, especially not in horrific, purposeful ways. So, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know if I'd want to just like be one of those witnesses to an execution period, let alone have to play music. For yeah, that. I wouldn't want to be in the oh, audience yeah. either. I was just playing along with the podcast and answering your goddamn <laughs> question. More or less for being in the audience, though. Uh, I would... Uh, more, would you require I, more money to just be a, a bystander hmm. or would you, you know, uh, or to play? That's a good question. I think I would require more money to play because yeah, I have to do something. Service. I, I'm not just watching. And you have to concentrate. That's the thing. I feel like watching would be worse, though. I feel like if you're playing, at least you're not all in the moment of that. As where if you're just sitting there watching, that seems like it would be uh, more shocking to your system because you're just like you're just watching i feel like i could get um, bored if i was watching and they'd be you know i can like zone out play some candy crush <laughs> i think anybody misses it because they're bored like they just zoned out or they doze off they're like oh shit uh, i gotta snap yeah do you think that happens do you think anybody's ever slept through an execution <laughs> where's the soda and chips guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah man that same soda and chip guy he just makes a killing you think that's like a special vendor? He's like, oh, these are these are uh, these are death chips. Now I'm sure they call it hospicechips.com. I can't believe that. That blows my mind. Oh man, it, yeah, that it is was terrible. I'm so sure there surreal. is no concession stand for an execution like that. I'm positive about. But I bet there's a snack vending machine in the prison, and I wonder if anybody's ever brought a snack in. Oh, people are drinking coffee. You think? Yeah, I do think. Would you go up to the guy in the electric chair and hand him, like, a corn kernel and be like, hey, I'm going to the movies after this? <laughs> <laughs> you mind? <laughs> you mind? <laughs> just, just go ahead and put this in your right hand for me. Don't worry, it's on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> would it pop it? I don't think so, but I'd like to think it I would. I wonder. Yeah, you, I wonder. You think if you put it, you think they could fry an egg? Oh, that's another good mm. question. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. The last podcast on the left, guys, have a pretty good episode about the electric chair. Uh, they don't get into those specifics, but if anybody listens to other podcasts or has never heard of that one, but I'm sure the our audience is probably aware. That's a pretty good one on the electric chair. I bet um, it would take a long time to that. cook something. I don't think I heard that one. I did hear the guillotine one. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, if you uh, have a good answer to this question, you should call in at 929-352-6173 or send us an email at letmeaskyouaquestionpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Insta or Twitter at Pod. You can go to moot.tv, buy all the swag, buy t-shirts with our faces on them and buy mug mugs and listen to all the other podcasts there. Soon to be onesies. Soon to be onesies. Yes. And most importantly of all, give us money. Yeah, go to any post on moot.tv. That's a website, moot.tv in your browser. Click on any of the Lamayak pod links, uh, posts, and then you'll see a donate button. You can totally do that. Also, I've been pretty uh, active on the Reddit, so we have hey, a thanks. Reddit there. I haven't been posting to ours a lot, but I've been posting a lot of fun things. So if you guys are on <laughs> Reddit, um, I think it's a, the best community out there. Uh, if you Facebooked us in the last year and a half, sorry, I, I do not check that. So... Uh, but Twitter's good. Instagram's great. I'm, I'm, you know, and uh, 929 as Anthony said. Yep. Get right at us and tell us all of your secrets, and we will air them hey, all. Fun fact for, for both EJ and the audience. I'm, I'm not 100% confirmed on this, but I'm pretty sure. Don't call it a onesie on the website because I'm pretty sure Gerber has a copyright on calling those items of baby clothes onesies, which is why all other companies have to call them, like, 
I forget what they call them, like jumpers or like unitards mm. or something. Mm. So mm. Uh, yeah, watch out for that. Don't don't create your own onesies. Gerber might come after. That you. is we'll making me it, hungry. We'll call it the baby tard. Baby tard. <laughs> Excellent place to end. <laughs> out with the old, in with the new. All right, everybody, have a wonderful rest of your day. Whenever you listen to this, wonder most people. Also, happy birthday people. to me! I'm gonna be 35. That's yeah, what, you, what are you gonna do for your birthday? Oh, yeah, I know what you're doing for your birthday, but no, actually, I don't. Well, you'll have to listen to the next episode. All right, we're gonna out find what out what kind of trouble EJ5000 gets into on his, for his birthday. All right, take care, everybody. Talk to you all real soon. Mood.tv. I could see you singing Chim Chim Tree.